Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Look who it is. We've got my assistant back. Whoa. <laughs> no, I've 100% upgraded from an assistant. Fine. You've upgraded. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, British Beth. That's all right. Thank you. It's for been a minute. Me. Look at you. You're back. I'm back. Where have you been? Explain to the people where you've been. All over the place. I've been working. Working, right? You didn't just quit. You've just been no, busy. No, I just didn't quit. I've just been busy. Okay. <laughs> busy with planning a wedding. You didn't have time to indulge my stupid hobby of recording myself talking it's not to. It's stupid to hobby. <laughs> recording myself just ranting to people. But look, everyone, look at my beautiful wife. I get to say that now. Show them the ring. Look at us. So now we're husband and we're the husband and wife duo that everyone's been waiting for. What should we call ourselves? Oh, that's tough. Uh, the Yank and the Brit. I don't know. Or the Brit and the Yank. Well, that sounds better. The Brit yeah. and the Yank. Put the Brit first. Okay, we put Brit and the Yank. That's fine. Is that a good name? I don't know. I maybe we do actually need to come up with a name for. It. Do we not already have a a name that we could use? Do people call us no. anything? Matt and Beth. Yeah, Matt and Beth. That's right. Matt first and then <laughs> Beth. Oh, that's not you've been you've been busy. You've been working a lot. I think the I think the reason why you haven't been on the show recently is honestly just due to work. Just due to work, taking over my whole entire life. Love it. Yeah, but do you miss our chats? What do you mean our chats? Like our, our chats, chats are, like to the public. You mean so that you can humiliate me in front of everyone and call me your assistant <laughs> and say, let them know how terrible I am at technology because I don't know, even know how to start and stop and pull up Google because I don't know that. That's you don't know how to pull day. up Google? No. Last time you were like, oh, you're not Googling quick enough. And you were like, no, not that link, that link. No, not that tab, that tab. Yeah, but that's part of the bit, babe. It's like... That's what the that's what a good dynamic duo is. Right. It's like you have the star of the show, obviously me, and I'm then sorry, and then love it when I'm on. That's true, they do. But I'm saying part of a good dynamic of a podcast is the star of the show, aka me, shitting <laughs> on their producer. I'm not a producer. I'm like the world's worst producer. Shh, you can pretend. I'm amazing. I'm really yes, good. you are. And so when I shit on you, it's funny. I'll be sometimes mean. It's always mean. Yeah, but I'm mean to you. It's 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 all in jest. Okay. You're mean to me too sometimes. Mm, no. Mm, no. No. Okay. Never. I'm perfect. All right. Well, we're gonna bring the show back to its old roots. We've missed you on the show. I've missed you on the show. You, we have good riffs, by the way. You you miss me when I'm gone for four hours. I, I do, and we have good riffs. I think it's good content when you're on the show. We talk well together. Obviously, we're a good match. <laughs> we're married. <laughs> Look at that ring, by the way. Look at the wedding band. I don't know if you can see it that well. If you guys aren't watching, you should tune into watching. We got a custom-made wedding band to complement the engagement ring she had. Yeah. And I'm married now, guys. We're married. We're married. Which is That's awesome. It. That's it. That's it. You can't back out. And awesome new introduction to the show. Show yeah. the little guy. We have a we have a exciting announcement. Uh, How do you do a drum roll? A new a new addition to the family. I'm going to put mic down for this. Put your mic down. Welcome, Bilbo. Bilbo Look at little Bilbo. If you're not watching this, you're missing the cutest thing in the world, this little puppy we just got. He's honestly the most adorable thing looking from here. Yeah, he's Aww. so cute. He's already grown a lot, too. 
So he, well, we think we rescued him from Toby Small Dog Rescue. Well, Thank sometimes you. I like to think he rescued us. He 100% <laughs> rescued me, <laughs> sure. I'll come on to that in a bit. But yeah, we rescued him. We were talking about getting a dog for some time. Um, and then um, we went to like a dog adoption day at yep. Matt's work. Yep. And then um, kind of started the ball rolling, applied um, for Toby's small dog, and then found this beautiful little creature. He's the cutest. He's the nicest. I love him. I'm glad we got him. It was it, good timing, though, too. Kind of just happened very quickly because you applied without telling me. But I'm Hi. happy you did because he's perfect. Hi. Oh, he's shy. I love him. But the thing is about, like, you know, they say, um, what is it that, um, what do you call it? A therapy dog? Yes. Yeah. A, a emotional support. Emotional animal. support animal. This is a million, like a percent true. So I have been stressed a lot. Recently. Stressy Bethy. And stressy Bethy is a thing. I work in the events world. For anyone out there that does work in events, you probably understand it as well. And yeah, it's been a stressful couple of months. And then as soon as I've got him, I'm like, work, what? How many emails have I got in my inbox? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to finish at six o'clock today. Yeah. Thank God you got I'm not going to stay in the office late. Yeah. Like, it has change me i know and i'm happy for that i'm happy we have little bilbo in our lives now he's nice yeah he's responding to his name now nice he gets it right little buddy yeah right, my little, so he's little. 11 weeks old um he what we think because we he's a rescue we need to do a dna we do i did look at that okay 79.99 uh that's too much well i would like to know <laughs> what he is um well, we know we have an idea it's he's a uh, uh pomeranian chihuahua and potential dash hounds. Yeah, like he's getting sausage. a little longer. In the last two weeks that we've had him, he's grown a ton. He's grown a lot. Like, so he was rescued with two other brothers who took more of the Pomeranian gene than the Chihuahua gene. He has more Chihuahua gene than the, oh, the definitely. two brothers. I mean, look at him. They're like proper fluffy. Um, he's still he's nice not. and fun. He's, he's fluffy, hair. but he's not got No, he doesn't hair. have his long of hair. And his ear, one of his ears is floppy because Beth broke it. No, the uh, other day I thought <laughs> I broke his ear. <laughs> uh, but um, if you want to show him to the camera again, you'll see okay. one of his ears is a little floppier than the other. It's probably just the Pomeranian because Pomeranians have floppier ears. But he's still oh, cute. Look, there he is. Look at the camera. Well, oh, he's the cutest. So, kids, if you're watching, and I, this is something I bring up all the time. Kids, if you're watching this 20 years from now, this is what Bilbo looked like. As a little puppy. He's just a little pupper. He's just a little, little. But, yeah, I thought I broke one of his ears the other day. Because when we got him... So we named him Bilbo. I named him Bilbo. I did. Good um, name, by the way. Great name. Because his ears were, like, too big for his head. Um, yeah, but Bilbo's ears aren't too big for his head. I know, but he's a what? What is he? Um, he's an elf. Or an elf. A, I'm, no, no. No. I'm, I'm so embarrassed I said oh. that. He's a hobbit. Uh, but hobbits do have weird ears. Caroline, I hope you're listening but, to this. But also, embarrassed you. I am embarrassed. Uh, that is super <laughs> embarrassing. But it's more embarrassing that I love Lord of the Rings. Uh, but uh, he, you came up with, uh, you said Yoda or Bilbo, because it's my yeah. dorky obsessions, um, which is very thoughtful of you. That I'm tells so everyone thoughtful. how what a <laughs> thoughtful wife you are. That I would name a dog after your weird obsession. Yes, but it, but but it is a good fitting name for him. It's a great name. And Bilbo. also, you know what I found? We can put this on his leash. Uh, 
I bought this a couple weeks ago. Oh. So we can attach this. I bought a one ring replica from. It's a little thick, thicker than I'd like, but um, we oh, can. You can have I figured we could neck. we could put a little chain on his collar and put this on it. Yay! So that's really cute of me. That's I'm super really cute. Yay! Um, so yeah, that's our updates. Uh, British Beth is back. British Beth is back. British for now, Beth and then sorry for the crappy setup. We have this, this stupid setup in this room. We've actually been talking about getting this redone in here, which we do need to do. It's a mess. Yeah, this is. Matt's room. No, it shouldn't be, though. I know, but it is pretty much your room. I know, but we just kind of dumped all our stuff in here after we moved, and then we just never reorganized it. Yeah. Um, but let's get into some stuff. I have a lot of stuff I want to cover today. Okay. I am not prepared. So let's talk about some news. Some okay. what's in the news today. Should, should we do like a jingle to it? Like, what's in the news today? <laughs> 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 Great jingle. That's a good. Uh, that's a good segue into what's I'm in the news today. I'm bad at producing and bad at jingles. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not shitting on you for that jingle. I think it's a fine jingle. It will do the trick. Uh, maybe I can put some kind of interstitial in here. I'm not going to do that. It's too much editing. Okay. And I don't. I need. Uh, I need a better computer for that. Which I'm also. Bought. I bought. So now I have a new computer. I'm now way poorer than I was. We just had the wedding. <laughs> then we had his 30th. Then we got a dog. Okay, but then we got a computer. <laughs> well, the dog wasn't that expensive because it's a rescue, even though he rescued us. I'm going to keep using that line. Uh, all of his extra things. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, dude, dogs are cheap. And I was actually talking to my mom about this. So tangent real quick before we get into this stuff. I was talking to my mom about this because she called and was like, how's little, how's little Bilbo doing? And I'm like, he's great. And she goes, you know, he's grown a lot. Like, my mom's so perceptive about, about oh, this she stuff. She messaged me saying that as well. Yeah. And um, I'm like, yeah, he's he's bigger. She's like, well, are you guys doing Farmer's Dog? What are you doing? I was like, yeah, we're doing Farmer's Dog. She's like, yeah, it gets a little expensive, though. I was like, for a, a tiny dog like that, not really. And, like, no. we talked about this the other yeah. day. Buying food for a dog uh, is not that expensive. I mean, if you're if a little it's toy so like this, yeah. it's like $1,000 a year. We did the math. That's nothing. Uh, and, oh, and with, he's worth a thousand dollars. So with babies, I, and that's the other thing that came up because that always comes up with my mom. Uh, when it comes to babies, I'm like, yeah, people complain. They're like, oh, kids are so expensive. Yes, in the long run, kids are expensive. When you have nine children, like your mom. Well, yeah, but also, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, but in the long run, yes, kids are expensive. That's accounting for their education, their college, uh, their social lives when they come to a certain age. But when you're starting out, babies are not that expensive. You buy a couple things for the babies. Yes, I, it's Well, the it's start still, out is. You okay, you're buy buying it. a nice stroller. You're buying a crib and all that stuff. But feeding a baby is not or, that expensive. as we would call it, a pram and a Moses okay. basket. <laughs> <laughs> British people call uh, uh, strollers prams. Now, does yeah. that make any sense uh, uh, at all? No, it doesn't. It's dumb. Now, Moses' basket makes even less sense because you're just taking a very proper <laughs> noun from the Bible and saying, oh, Moses was in a basket once. Let's name it. It's called a Moses' basket. Stupid. Moses' basket. <laughs> now, there's other things. I, I think there's other things that it makes sense for. Uh, oh, bathrobes. You guys call them dressing gowns. Dressing gowns. I'm yeah. fine with that. That makes sense to me. It's a gown you put on, although it's very feminine. I don't want to put on a gown. I'm not a dainty princess. Like, um, hey, I want if I'm a man, which I am, I identify as one. Okay, you don't have a dressing gown. Uh, I do. It's at my parents' house, but maybe that's something okay. you should buy me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't call it a dressing gown. I would call it a bathrobe because it's a robe you put on after you bathe, which I also don't do because 
baths are gross. It's person Exactly. Soup. So then it's not a bathroom. Well, it could uh, maybe it'd be nice to have. You always say, get in your comfies. Let's get in your comfies. I love getting into comfies. A bathrobe is comfy. And um, you guys call them dressing gowns, which I'm fine with. I'm, I don't mind that. But a pram and a Moses basket, I do have a problem with. But we're on a, such a tangent sorry. of a tangent right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. My whole point was babies aren't that expensive. They, like, it's incremental money you're paying over a period of time. It's doable. I, I don't like when people are like, I can't have babies. We can't afford it. Yes, you can. You can afford it. You'll be fine. Millions and billions and trillions of people before you have done it. You can afford a baby. It's fine. Like, if we had a baby tomorrow, would I be stoked? I'd be like, yeah, we're having a baby. But would I be scared? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, shit, we're having a baby. But yeah. I'd be like, we can handle it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, we can't afford it. No, but some people actually can't. I know, I know people. I know people that could not afford to have children, and they. But okay, but what cost are you paying? Later, you can you can buy very budget. No, but some people don't have the budget m- money. The budget. They don't the have mudget. the budget. People mudget. don't have the budget to have a baby. <laughs> they don't have the budget to have a baby. Like some people that are on, like help from the government and things like that. They probably should ramp up. Luckily, there's something called. Birth control. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They probably should have done that. Yeah, but I, I'm saying, ge- I'm it. saying, general. I, I speak in general terms. Ninety okay. percent of the time, generally speaking. Okay, obviously there's exceptions. Babies are not as expensive as you think. You're you're you're, you're feeding them little fucking tins of shit, and you no, can also just not. You feeding them from the breast. Yeah. Also, okay, <laughs> great. You're supporting my point. It's free. <laughs> you have a woman who just supplies the baby her food. It's food, whatever. And His you know what, as food, well, However the baby identifies. Baby clothes. People go on about baby clothes. Go to Target. Go to Ross. Go to Nordstrom Rack. They're super cheap there. Like yeah, yeah, people, yeah. People spend like $40 on a baby on grow. A baby grow well, that they're just going to We call it a onesie. On. It's a onesie. It's not a baby grow. Do you not call it a baby grow? No, we don't call it a baby grow. What does that even mean? Because the baby grows when it's inside of it? Yes. <laughs> That's the technical term. Baby grow. It's not a technical. It's and a British term. It's not a grown, technical term. We're you not. Know, when the baby is grown, because its feet get too stretchy, like these feet feet touch the ends, and then the baby grow gets too stretchy, and then you're like, right, okay, he needs to move up his eyes. Okay. <laughs> Wrong. Right. That's too literal. This is one of the things with British isms that drive me nuts. Is like, yes, technically the baby is growing inside of it, but it's so much easier to just call it a onesie. No. No. It is. It is. A onesie is what adults wear. Well, who wears a onesie as an adult? Like a onesie. You know the whole like all-in-one thing? They were like really in like a few years ago for comfies. Okay. No, I, no. Yeah, a onesie. Baby grow is dumb. You can call it that if you want. I'm calling it a onesie. I'm calling it a baby grow. Okay. Baby grow is kind of cute because the word baby is in it. So I'm like, it gives me a, oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby girl. Even though it's like this big. That's not. How big do you think babies are? <laughs> oh, oh, it has to be that big. They're like this big, at least. It's not a dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we're so derailed. Okay, what was your main point? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, just babies are cheap. Are cheaper than you think. Not cheap. They're cheaper than you think. That's my yeah. thesis. And I think most parents would probably agree. That should not be a barrier to entry if you're like, oh, my God, we don't, we want to have a baby. We just can't afford it. All right. Maybe if you're making like $10,000 a year, probably wait or use birth control. Uh, but uh, if 
you're just let's say you're on a regular median salary. Let's say you're on the median salary of of America, which is about fifty thousand dollars a year. That's what the average person yeah. makes in America. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh that's fine. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. If you really want kids, you'll figure it out. Also, I feel like I see I'm talking out of my ass here because I don't have kids, but I, I feel like once you have kids, you are going to do anything possible to look after that thing, unless you're a shitty parent. So it's gonna be like I'm gonna bust my ass and like get into high gear to make sure that that kid is provided for. Yeah. As parents, that's what you would want to mm-hmm. do. So you'll find ways to make it work if you're not a piece of shit. Um, that's my point. Okay. Okay. Cool. Do we agree? Sure. What? Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> okay. We agree. <laughs> All right. We agree. Was that the your segment? What's in the news this week? What's in the news this <laughs> week? All right. What's in the news this week? You want to know what's in the news this Go week? Go on, tell me what's in the news this week. I there, actually haven't. There's read the a news. new. I don't actually read the news much either. I, th- I think that's actually a problem. I should because it's good content for the show. Um, so I'll get back into it. But one thing I read about this new movie. Oh, Black Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. No, although that movie does look terrible. Okay, I've any. I've any. No, it's a new Grinch that stole Christmas horror movie. Ooh, no. <laughs> yeah. You want to see pictures? Yeah, go on then. Oh, oh, oh no, we can't be watching that. Where is it? Uh oh. Oh, here it is. Oh, there it is. Look at this picture. Oh, let me share the Ew, screen so everyone no. else can see it. I like the Grinch. I'm going to share the screen. I do, I do too, but look, this is a hilarious idea. Uh, okay, boom. Let me see if I can see Okay, great. Now everyone else can see it. Look at this picture. <laughs> Terrifying. This is also kind of coming it, off of the, uh, you know, the Winnie the Pooh horror movie that is coming out? No, and I don't want to watch that either. Okay, I, I kind of do want to watch it. No, I don't like horror movies. They're not for me. I don't like this season. That's another thing. Well, you don't like Christmas? No, spooky season. What? You don't like spooky season? No. Why? Well, one, because Halloween in the UK is very different to Halloween well, I know. Out Halloween here. out here is awesome. So when I was a kid at Halloween, because my parents were ministers, they didn't agree with Halloween. So when I was a child, what would happen was we would have to sit in the dark on Halloween night so that we didn't get trick and treaters. We would literally, it was just me, my mom and my dad sat in the living room. And you've been in that living room. Yeah. In the dark. That's a great neighborhood for trick-or-treating, too. It's a fantastic neighborhood for yeah. trick-or-treating. And then when Christmas came along, or just before Christmas, Santa would come on his sleigh around the streets. That was cool. But I don't like spooky season. So your parents would make you sit in the dark? Sit in the dark because, I don't, is it a thing here that if you don't answer the door to trick-or-treaters, you get eggs? Uh, yeah, so that's the whole idea behind trick-or-treat. That was the thing. Yeah. I don't know that people necessarily do it anymore. Um but yeah, if you had your lights off, that's a signal like, don't come to my house. I'm not giving you candy. Yeah. Um, and so trick or treat was like, give me candy or I'll egg you. Exactly. Or, yeah. So we had to sit in the dark. Okay. That's ridiculous. So and I was never allowed to dress up, like ever allowed to dress up for Halloween. So I've just never had like a good Halloween thing. I don't like scary movies. I'm a, I get very scared as a person anyway. Like <laughs> You do. I should show yeah. some of the videos of me scaring you, spooking you out. He walks around the door and I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, it's not just like, oh, it's like, ah! You get mad. You're like, oh, don't do that. Him. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't like scary movies. Um, 
I don't like all the blood and the gore. I know, but and... the, but what about like not scary, but like creepy movies, like thriller movies? No. Like, no. how do you not like Spooktober, dude? Like, okay, Spooktober. I, that's what, what we call October. That? Oh, okay. I thought that was movie. No. Okay. So you also, I get it. Growing up in the UK, but like growing up in the Midwest during Halloween is a awesome thing because it's super overcast there's like dead corn you go to corn mazes you go to like pumpkin carving things turkey shoots all this like fun stuff that like creates the environment for uh halloween season which makes yeah, it but that much then more you've enjoyable got, like thanksgiving as well like, that's not for- the same thing uh i know but then it leads up to thanksgiving. yeah which is nice it's like uh uh the, the leaves are changing new like new time of year like summer's over with kind of thing and uh, I can understand why that wouldn't resonate with you coming from the UK, where a Halloween just isn't as big there in general. Not as big there, yeah. B, your parents hated it, yeah. um, and you had a miserable experience with it in the past. But when we moved to the suburbs eventually, or to a oh, place where we have a house, trick and treating like there's no tomorrow. Oh, a hundred percent. We're taking yeah. kids trick or treating, and we're going to decorate oh, our we house. We're making up for thirty three years. Yes, lost. but you're going to love it more. Like you're going to like it so much more once you actually get to experience a good Halloween. Yeah, that's true. I the love, Halloween. like, Halloween, like, October, fall in Indiana is awesome. It's one of my favorite times of year in uh, that part See, of that's another thing. In the UK, because because Halloween's not big, and because we don't have Thanksgiving, all that it is, is this season is a reminder that summer is over, and now we've got depressed gray skies, and everything's Christmas for three months. Yeah. Like, and it's dull in the UK. Like, once it hits, like, mid-October, that's it. That's it. That's it until April. Like, we're done. Everyone's inside. Everyone's getting fat. No one's doing anything. Yeah, you don't have enough variants. drinking a load of drinks. You don't have enough variants in the UK. I think that's the problem. Look, I loved it. We were there for Christmas. It's awesome. Like, even though it's not snowy Christmas stuff, is great. It's amazing. Christmas is great. Pubs are awesome. It's a great place to be. But, like, you don't really have a fall season i guess like it's not as uh no. much of a thing i mean you do like the leaves still change and stuff but I don't even really call it fall you call it autumn 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 what are you autumn mate we call it autumn do the glow oh stop we don't pronounce our t's autumn autumn uh no but with the grinch movie look i i'm probably not gonna watch it if i'm being honest but Good is the idea is the, is the idea hilarious Yes, look at this picture, dude. This is funny. And do I respect the fact that people are trying to be creative and come up with creative ideas about beloved things? Yes. I mean, so what's the story like? Let's, well, let's read it. So, uh, over here. Uh, it's oh, a slasher, slasher movie. movie. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's called no. The Mean One. <laughs> oh, God. So, The Grinch is a beloved character in children's fiction. Um blah, blah, blah. The film synopsis. The Mean One is a hairy, green-skinned green Grump in a Santa suit, living on a mountain high above the town of Newville, not Whoville, Newville, uh. despising the holiday season. Young Cindy, you know who, <laughs> oh, uh. whose parents were butchered by the mean one 20 Christmases earlier, is returning to town to seek closure, but is about to discover that this friend with a heart two sizes too small is still quite eager to carve the roast beast. Nah. You can carve my roast beef. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, tell me that doesn't sound funny and at least somewhat entertaining. No, because the Grinch is to, like, is it from the actual makers of the Grinch? 
I don't know. I mean, I, I would imagine it's like in a like. Thing. I mean, that's probably why like, they changed the Is it going to be in the move, like in the movie theaters? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, or is it just going to be on like, oh, ten most? Oh, no. Uh, no, I don't know. This is just the first look that came out like today, or two days, three days, or four when days. When is it going to be released? Uh, I don't know. December fifteenth. Oh, so that's late. I kind of late, late for a Christmas thing. Well, I mean, do it November fifteenth. Okay, we're arguing about release dates in. for the, the 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 mean one, but I mean, look, I'm just happy people are coming up with creative ideas on old. It's not creative classics. because they've just taken they've taken the same storyline and just turned it into a horror. It's like, oh, let's next turn it into a comedy. Oh, let's yeah. turn it into a rom com. Like boring. Turn up with it already was line. a comedy. It is, let, let, let's turn it into a rom com where the Grinch gets it on with Cindy Lou Who's mother, and she's ha- and Just Cindy Lou Who's Cindy Lou Who's mother is having an affair with the Grinch, and then Cindy Lou Who's stupid a loser baby, dad. Which is like half and like, yeah, half the Grinch and half. And the the heart isn't two sizes too small; it's one size too small. Uh, so it's a normal person then. No, it's just it's still a small heart. Okay. 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 Cool. <laughs> I I am a fan of this. It's same thing with the the Winnie the Pooh one. Uh, I just like Winnie peop- Pooh. Winnie Pooh. I just like people going off, <laughs> like and doing things that aren't what the norm is. It is it ridiculous? Yes. Well, now I feel like we have to watch it because we spoke about it. Yep, we do have to watch it now, and we should do a live reaction video on the show of Beth watching the oh, mean one. No. That no, I'll be going like this the whole time. I bet it's terrible. See, movies like this aren't like the production value. I'm, I'm sure it's an independent movie. I'm sure no major studio picked this up, so it's probably not the highest production value. So it's probably super corny and cheesy and just funny. It's going to be one of those movies that you watch where you're like, "Oh, this is ridiculous, but it's still enjoyable." Like that one that you went to the other week. Yeah, what the room. It? I can't yeah. believe you don't know what the room is. Never seen it. Um, that's a whole thing for another time. Uh. Next, this is the other thing that came out today. What's in the news this week? Oh, yeah, I saw this one. So climate activists defiled Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers painting at the National Gallery and glued themselves to the wall. So before we talk about this, let's watch the video because it is it's pretty funny, actually. Um, Stop screen, share screen. Oh, oh, where we go? Oh, here we go. So let's watch it real quick. I have so many thoughts on this. Tomato soup thrown on the painting. Security. And then they get glue out of their pockets. Bra. Yep. Yeah, the bra. And it's like tiny little like nail glue. It's not even like gorilla glue. Like at least get the good stuff. Also, she ta- she puts her hand on the worst, most uncomfortable position possible. Look at this. Look at how she puts her hand on the wall. Ooh, that's such an uncomfortable position. Now you have to sit like that. <laughs> yeah, at least just go face up. Why would you go like that? Why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't you just go like this? <laughs> or face the wall and do that. Also, why would you go and throw soup at it when? So twenty nine point seven million views. This is today. This came out. So first what of all, doing? numbers these people are doing. Numbers, major numbers. Were they, were they protesting about oil or something like that? Uh, yeah, to do with like fossil fuels or something. All right, so Again, this is like no a, one even knows what they were protesting about. Yeah. They're just like stupid. It's hilarious. Idiots. So first thing I noticed, 
pink hair. Well, I used to have pink hair. Okay, but did you Not have like pink that. hair like this? No, and did you throw tomato soup on a Vincent Van Gogh painting? No, no. So that's one of the first things I noticed. This woman, not even a woman, I call her a girl. She looks like she's probably 19, 21 years old, something like that. She thinks she knows everything about the world and she thinks she's actually helping. So I can imagine this happening, by the way. She goes to her friends and she's like, We need to protest fossil fuels. And they go, How do you want to do that? She goes, I know the perfect thing. We'll take tomato soup and we'll throw it on a painting. Why was it not? Like it's an oil painting, that's why. So, but why was it not like cheese and broccoli or? I, I don't know. Potato. Because tomato tomato soup stands for something. Tomato soup has meaning behind it. Also, as well, nine times out of ten, like, like in the Louvre, Louvre in Whatever. Paris, yeah. um, nine times out of ten, they actually don't have the actual painting on show. They have it out the back, so. I'm praying that this is a fake one, and also sometimes they have a glass. Yeah, like, so the painting, I read about this. Don't worry, I did my oh, research. Oh, you did? Oh, I read. Okay, I read I sometimes. I read, I read things, and I comprehend I them. I just use my knowledge because I've been to the Louvre. Well, you didn't know about this, and I do. I did know about this. I saw this on Instagram. Well, you didn't know if the painting was harmed, and guess what? I know. Oh, is it? No. Oh, brilliant. So nothing happened. The girls got arrested. Great. So, good job, idiots. Uh, now you have a criminal record, and... Uh, you prove nothing. You just made everyone hate you more. It's the same thing that happens with like PETA. When PETA does stuff. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Against like, like, hey, be more vegan and shit. You just make people hate you more. It's not a likable thing. This is my whole problem with, with arguments like this. And when you approach situations, when you're taking a stand with any issue, it doesn't matter if it's veganism, abortion, fossil fuels, whatever the fuck. If you aren't presenting your side of the argument in a rational way, you're not going to get people to come over to your side and to agree with you you're doing the opposite in fact you're getting people to go you know what i hate i hate what you stand for therefore i i want to go against you now i want to believe the other thing more because you have presented your argument terribly and i hate you for it so this happens in the uk as well i don't know if it was like fathers for justice or like climate change or something like that. But there were people that were blocking off the M25. Now, if you don't know the UK at all, the M25 is the main motorway, what do you call it, freeway, Yeah. that goes around London. It's like the busiest one. And they just like stood and sat in the middle of the motorway. And then like people couldn't get to work, like thousands, like hundreds of thousands of people couldn't yeah, get just to work. Screwed. And it's like... Oh my God, like, you're not proving anything. Like, some people that you're affecting, like, I'm sure that there's Vincent van Gogh, like, fans out there that agree with them. Vincent van Gogh. Okay. Gogh. Go. Vincent van Gogh. Vincent van Gogh. Oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, Like, I'm sure that there's people that agree with their beliefs, but then have just thrown tomato soup in their face, so now they're going to get pissed off as well. Yeah, and it just hurts your cause. What does this mean also if you if these women or these girls whatever uh, like were prominent people maybe it would mean something a little bit more maybe if they worked there or they were maybe if you got a good haircut yeah uh look a little but you just you look annoying like i I don't i don't care what you have to stand this is a dick move like hey we're gonna throw tomato soup oh we got you sure showed you showed society good job guys Security. Oh, that was so funny when he was Security. Like, um, no, but he said security with a question mark. Security. He was like, he was like security? 
security <laughs> escort these ladies like, obviously get security out of the museum. They're mucking about. We can't have this, right? Um, uh, not productive. No, idiots. Uh, but funny. I don't like protests. I'm not a fan of protests. No, I, Any I, protests. there's another video I saw. They were doing something similar to what you were talking about, where some people were blocking the roadway. And there was a guy who was in the front of where they were blocking it, and they're all, all, all holding signs across the thing. And the guy is – he got out of jail, and he's on parole, and he has to have a – he has to get to his job because otherwise you're violating parole if you don't show up to, like, your job. Right. And you're not, like, showing that you're a upstanding citizen now. Yeah. So this guy's trying to fix his life. These people are blocking the road. He can't get to his job. And so now they're screwing up his life. If he doesn't get there, he might go to jail. Like again, it's gonna it's gonna have serious ramifications for him. And he's he's out there. There's a video of him arguing with these women in the street. Like I have to get to work. Like, this is super important for my life. Like you are literally ruining my life because you're making a point about veganism or some bullshit. I don't even know what the or maybe it was global warming or something. I don't know. And shit like that, people see and they go, "All right, fuck these people." Uh, yeah. Like you're doing this wrong, and yeah. I disagree with you. Yeah, yeah, it's not helpful. Yeah, where my office is, it's by the federal building. In What's LA. the federal building? I don't know what that is. The federal building is like I don't know what happens there. Like you get is that another Britishism? The federal building? You mean the, the courthouse? Federal building. Oh, like is that's what it's named? Yeah. Oh. So there's always protests out there because I don't know. There's high people there, or I don't know. They make decisions there. I I don't know. Google it. Um, but there's always protests near my office, always. And the thing is, and this annoys me, it's always the bloody UCLA students oh, that yeah. get involved. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're these rich kids, people that, who know nothing about the world. They don't know anything about yeah. it. And but they love to protest. Love to. Well, protest. they're bored. They have nothing else to do. Wait till they get in the real world, and then they're in your shoes, and they're gonna think the same thing. They're gonna be like, these fucking kids. Yeah, these fucking I'm like, kids. You're just being annoying now. Uh, yeah, hilarious. Um, all right, next topic. Okay. We're moving on very naturally here. Okay, this isn't natural at all. This is something that came up today. News in the week. News in the week. News of the week. News of the week. Gen Z is canceling the thumbs up emoji. What do you mean? They don't want to use it anymore. They think it's bad. This? Yeah, the thumbs up emoji. Wow, what's wrong with that? Well, I kind of get what they're saying. They think it's passive aggressive. So uh, New York Post came out with this article. It says, (gasps) uh, Gen Zers are calling out the popular thumbs up emoji for being rude and hostile, even saying that they feel attacked whenever they see it in the workplace. After a Reddit poster confessed to to being not adult enough to be comfortable with a thumbs up emoji reaction, others chimed in to agree and call out other common emojis such as the red heart. I disagree with that one. For younger people, the thumbs up emoji is used to be really passive-aggressive, a 24-year-old Redditor wrote. It's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs up, they added. So I also had a weird time adjusting because my workplace is the same. Older workers appear to be flummoxed by the reaction. Good use of the word flummoxed there. Really? Noting they use the thumbs up in work-related checks chats to signal I approve or I understand and will obey. Yeah. Part of the issue is that young people tend to use the thumbs up in jest. All right. So I kind of agree with this. Mm. I kind of agree with this. I don't. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm just saying I understand like when you get a thumbs up, it does kind of seem like it's just a lazy reaction to something like like that's that that is a passive aggressive thing people do when you go, um, hey, man, could you do this or that? Like people will be like, all right. Or they'll go, okay. Like in okay, person? I use it in a different context. So I text a lot of my clients 
And when we're on site, oh, look at him, he's wanting to move. When we're on, on the ground, or give him to me. You can get, you can have him. Um, yeah, when I'm on site, like I don't have time to text a whole message or do anything like that. And if they ask for ask for me to do something, I'm not going to send them the heart emoji. They're a client. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to send the thumbs up as in, yep, got it, okay, cool. Yeah, but now we live in a culture where you can like the message, which is also can a thumbs up. Can you like up. the message? In I I message, yeah. Can you? Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to do that. What? What? Wait a minute. What? Like the message. You don't no. know how to do that? Beth, are you kidding me? Let me let me do Okay, if I click on yours. Oh my god, you just found out about this now. Yeah, and then I do the thumbs up no, there. No, oh yeah, yeah. No, the emoji. Oh, the emoji. Okay, we're talking about two completely different things here. I thought that he was talking about this. This. No, I was. I said the emoji. I said the emoji. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that is like an emoji. No, it's no, no, no. That's that's a reaction. See, this oh, is the culture gosh. we live in now, Beth. It's so different. There's so many different things to use. And look, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think thumbs up is fine. My dad is the king of thumbs up. He'll just always text thumbs up to everything. He'll be like, "Hey, when are you getting in?" I'll be like, "Eleven thirty a.m." He'll go. And send oh, right. Now I'm looking at it from a different point of view. Yeah, but the thumbs right. up emoji. Just the thumbs up emoji. I can see how that comes off as a little passive aggressive. Okay. Now, yeah, now, now it's a very boomer thing to do. That's why. Now, should we ban it? No. No. Oh, there's so many more issues than that. Uh, Gen Zers are losers. Sorry, sisters. <laughs> I have like four younger sisters who are technically Zoomers, as they call them. Uh, but like that. They are a whole nother generation of weird. And it's actually how I know I'm getting old is like their whole trends and stuff. I don't, I just don't relate to Uh, this one. I kind of relate to, like I understand the argument and I always try to look at things from people's different points of view. So I understand what they're saying. I can understand how why sending like a thumbs up emoji could be seen as like passive aggressive. Cause you're like, I'm just too lazy to write anything back. Although it's not that different from just reacting to it, but they have different energies. There's different vibes to Oh, them. my God. Now I totally understand why boomers are the way that they are. Because if I don't understand this, then... And I got brought up with technology. I was I was in age. I was and in I don't know how these trends age. start either. Like, I, I really don't. Uh, but it is funny. I mean, them trying to cancel <laughs> an emoji... <laughs> Uh, everyone in my my age in the office doesn't do it, but the Gen X people always do what they wrote. Took me a bit to adjust and get out of my head that it means they're mad at me. That comes off as dismissive. It does kind of come off as dismissive. If I'm being honest, it does. It's just saying here, yep, there you go, thumbs up. Like if 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 you were mad at somebody and you just, it's like saying K. That's the K to our generation. I feel uh, like you know when you would text yeah. back in primary school, as you call it, yeah. you call it high school, uh, or you college for you, whatever the fuck Britishism. <laughs> Um, if someone said K to me, I'm like, oh, they're mad at me. Yeah. The thumbs up emoji gives a similar vibe. Oh my God. I can't deal with this. But this is the world this we is, live in. This is the problems we've got going on now. I know, but imagine our kids listening to this 30 years from now, Beth, and they're going to understand our... Like, even like the... I understand the gun emoji kind of got whatever, <sighs> but I actually do miss that. Like... Today I was like, oh, shoot me in the head. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> they don't have the emoji. You can't. <laughs> no, you have a water gun, but it doesn't have oh, the same effect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They changed it to a water gun. Bilbo, come here. Oh, there he is. Um, oh, I agree. 
Uh, it's this is a this is the world we live in. It's uh, someone made the comparison of emojis to being like, well, cultures a hundred to a thousand years from now look at emojis and be like, they're like hieroglyphics. Like it's like looking at Egyptian hieroglyphics. Oh my god, we're going back. I know. And you know what? As well, it's the bloody boomers that use all of the emojis. Yeah. Like our mothers. Oh yeah. They love an oh, emoji. Don't pee. You just peed. Oh, Bilbo. Bilbo, you just peed like right before we started this. He, we, for, we were going 40 minutes, he just peed. <laughs> Bilbo, what are you doing, dude? Puppy bear alive. He hasn't had any water. How could that even happen? He's not getting any attention. It's attention seeking. But okay, we Come need to up. clean that up. I'll go and clean it up. Okay. Uh, also, we should probably order food at some point. Okay. Should we just finish? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we can order on here, too. I, there's a couple other things I want to talk about. Bilbo, listen, folks. This is what it's like having a puppy. They just pee everywhere. No, it's it's to the left more and up. Yeah. Oh, God dang it, Bilbo. All right, folks. Well, that's uh, derailing the show for a second, but it's fine. Bilbo, you little stinker. He is cute, though, so it's hard to get mad at him, you know? He... He's constant. First of all, his little whine, his little cry, is one of the cutest things on the planet. Um, and it's tough to say no to him. Like even when he wakes up in the middle of the night and he wants to get in bed with us, it's hard to say no to it. Is it a lot? All right, it's not that much, folks. We're okay. Although it is on the carpet, and I like this rug too. To be honest, I really do. It's a very comfortable, pleasurable rug to step on. Um. I can only imagine what it's going to be like when we have kids. If I'm not impotent. Right, Beth? No, you're not. That's fine. We'll get it. All right. Bring Bilbo back in here. We'll finish this guy up. We made it 40 minutes. He literally peed and pooped outside 40 minutes ago. And there's sometimes he go, he'll go for like five hours without peeing or pooping. Like today, I took him out at nine, right before, right after you left, and he peed and pooped right before he left, yeah. and then he didn't want to go outside again until uh, one, and even then he only peed, and then he didn't poop again until three. Yeah, that was stupid of us. But look, we're learning. All right, guys, you get to see us in real time again. If our kids are watching thirty years from now, that's a lesson. Put puppy pads <laughs> down everywhere. All right. <laughs> Uh, now to the main event. I want your opinion. Okay. On a couple things. We need relationship advice from Beth. So we're going to a new segment called, yeah. this is a classic segment from the show, called Advice from Strangers on the Internet. Advice from Strangers on the Internet. <laughs> good, good jingle. Um, okay. All right. Number one. Am I the asshole? Yes. Well, let me read it. Okay. Am I the asshole for sometimes hanging out in states of undress with my boyfriend's roommate? What? I'm pretty much a practical nudist, meaning that I love to wear as few as clothes as practical. Naturally, in social settings, I try to be more careful. My boyfriend and his roommate have a pretty sweet apartment downtown, so we spend most of the time there. He's a really nice and chill guy, and on my days, my boyfriend and I don't want to get intimate. We just hang out in the living room, drinking, smoking, and watching movies. Sometimes I end up just hanging out in a towel after a shower. I explicitly checked with the roommate that this was okay, and he didn't mind. Of course he didn't. No one's going to complain that a woman's walking around naked or half naked in your apartment. 
Unfortunately, now he has a new jealous girlfriend who doesn't hang out with us sometimes, but still feels like she needs to police what I'm wearing in the apartment of my boyfriend. We got into a bit of a stupid text message exchange when she found out and she's clearly jealous and insecure. Sounds like someone else is insecure. It doesn't help her self-esteem. I guess that nine times out of ten, people are going to say I'm the hotter person. Ooh. Ooh. Beauty is in the eye of the holder and all that. I'm not self-centered. It's a purely comfort thing. I'm not. It's not remotely sexual for me, so I think I'm in the right holding my stance. Am I the asshole here? Um. Well, let's look at it from the other girlfriend. If... When we started dating, if you had a roommate and his girlfriend was walking around half naked, I wouldn't feel comfortable going there. Yeah, that's pretty normal. Like, and I'd be like, oh, this is what you've been seeing for how many months or years or whatever. Like, I I wouldn't feel comfortable as it from the other girlfriend. Yeah, and I also think the if we zoom out real quick, what's the larger picture here? Why are you a nudist? Like what? What are nudists? By the way, I don't get nudists. What's what is the point of that? What is a nudist? Why do you want to be naked all the time? It seems like a weird power thing, or like a weird like I'm more sexual than you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Like, in my opinion, no question about it. This chick is the asshole. Also, you're referring to yourself as like way hotter of the two. That's insecure on your part. You're just trying to convince yourself that you're way hotter. Yeah. Um. And that's also, it's inconsiderate. 99% of the world isn't nudist, okay? So you have to understand other people's perspectives on this thing. Um, It's the same thing with, uh, if you're dealing with people from other religions or something. Like, if I go to a Jewish person's house, if I love ham, I'm not going to bring a ham over there. (laughs) That's disrespectful. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I guess a shared apartment, there's, there's... So many unwritten rules when you have roommates. So many unwritten rules. And, yeah, I think that the guys should, I mean, the guys wouldn't discuss it. If my roommate, if uh, if Wit did that, like at at my old place and was like, his his girlfriend or whatever was coming over and just like walking around naked, I'd be like, dude, what's the deal? Uh, Ow, Bilbo. As a single woman, as a single man, I guess you wouldn't care as much, but if you had a girlfriend, I would still be. I'd still be weirded out. I'd still be weirded out because then he's putting me in a weird position, and she's putting me in a weird position because I'm just supposed to pretend to be okay with this as a single guy if that was the circumstance. Yeah, true. No, you're putting everyone in a weird position. It's like when like women get their tits out like too much. It's the same thing. It's like yeah. Uh, when they're just like flopping out like all of the time. It's not like once in a while they're getting them out. But if yeah, they're even, like, purposely doing it. Yeah, that. like if I'm with a friend who has a girl who's like like super into Instagram and stuff and like that's the brand is they love to show their tits. Like that still makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm still yeah. like, uh, this is weird. Because like, yeah. it, well, it's actually weirder if you're in a relationship because you're like, this is, your girl is just flopping around. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sitting here. I have my girl. What do, what do, this is just, it's, it's disrespectful, I think is what it is. Yeah. Although I'm saying this as I'm literally wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> hey, a turtleneck's great. Uh, you look great in that turtleneck. <laughs> I just think it's, it's like, you just got to have other, you got to have some kind of respect for other people's stances on things, especially like strange, like roommates, they might not even be friends. That's the other thing. Roommates yeah. don't have to be friends. 
which makes it weirder. So I, I totally understand this girl's point. She's the asshole, right? She's the asshole. She's the asshole. She's an asshole. All right, moving on. Am I the asshole for making my coworkers pay me for my time? Hmm? I'm a 22 male, work a couple of jobs. I don't have kids, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or a life, really. Oh. I go to work, come home, play with my ferret, play with my actual <laughs> ferret, and that's about it. Oh. Masturbation joke. Nice. I am always willing to switch shifts with people, but I have found a way for it to benefit me. I accept money in return for switching shifts. One lady wants to go see her family for Thanksgiving. I have that weekend booked off. She asked me to switch. I said I have vacation planned, and it would cost me $400 to switch my reservations, so she paid me $400. It's a win-win. But my roommate thinks I'm an ass for booking the holidays off when all I plan to do is get high and play Zelda. Am I the asshole? Uh, I... No, I don't think so. No, I, the one thing that concerns me about this... um. He said he told the lady he had a vacation plan. It cost him $400 to switch his reservations. So I don't think it's ridiculous to have someone else cover your shift or cover someone else's shift if they pay you. But if you're gouging money from them and saying, hey, I had to cancel plans for $400, even though you might not have actually had to cancel plans for $400, that's a bit of a dick move. You know what I mean? Also as well, like if like big holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas and that, like you tend to know what you're going to do like months in advance yeah and i am i am like of the mindset that people who have children should probably have the holidays off more than like a 20 year old that doesn't really like his family yes like i think that that's also something to consider yeah, this guy's. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily the ass- asshole for because that's kind of a regular thing to be like, "Hey, uh, can you cover my shift? I'll pay you for it." Yeah, I mean, you're not scheduling it yourself; it's your manager who's doing that. I don't know what this job is. There's not a ton of information here either. Um, I don't think he's. I mean, book whatever holiday off you want. I don't fucking care when you book your holiday off. You no. know. But I mean, I would need more information on this. We need more information. All right, but I don't but- think. On the information on that, we have, but if okay. if he is faking canceling his plans to get four hundred dollars, then I think he's a dick. Yeah. All right. Agreed. All right. Uh, oh. Uh. We'll do one or two more. All right. Uh. Oh, relationship advice. You'll love this. You love giving relationship advice. Okay. Uh, I, 25 male, ended a seven-year-long relationship with my 25 female girlfriend after she cheated on me. Back in May, I walked in on my girlfriend in bed with another woman. They were making out and doing who knows what else. Cuddling. Cuddling is probably. She only admitted to making out with her, but I have no way of knowing if they did anything else. I tried getting over it. I kept rationalizing that it wasn't that bad because it was with another girl or that she was really drunk when it happened. I tried so hard to get over it, but I finally found some clarity and realized what she did ruined my trust of her forever. We officially broke it off a few days ago. I'm still deeply hurt by it. I don't even know how I'm supposed to continue with my life, though. I spent my entire adult life in a relationship. I have no idea what it's even like to be single. LOL. I've never dated. What do I even do at I'm this point? I'm sorry, but my entire adult I know. life that as was a 25-year-old. Yep. yep. That's the first thing that stuck out to me, too. <laughs> get over yourself, dude. Like... No. Drama queen over here. Seven-year-long relationship. You've been dating since you were 18. 18 18-year-olds are morons. By the way, spoiler alert, 25-year-olds are morons. 
Uh, you're not really a real person until you're like 27, 28, I don't think. Yeah, 28, I think, is key. Uh, 25 is when your brain like finally stops developing. So we can mm. make the argument even 26. But uh, my entire adult life, so what, like three years, dude? I'm sorry. I'm assuming this guy's American. Maybe not. But like, think, the but thing like is, adult I, is when you <laughs> turn 18, right? So I, like, felt, I felt sorry for him up until that point. Yeah, um... Also, this is so easy. You're so young, dude. You're 25. She's 25. Break it off. You'll meet someone else. You'll be fine. Yeah. Cool it, easy, dude. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. But you did the right thing. Like, if your girlfriend was in bed with another woman and they were making out and you're not in an open relationship, then it doesn't matter if you're making out with a guy or a girl. It's still the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy's also just drama queen city. Uh, ruin my trust of her forever. Yeah, dude. Okay, move on. Get over it. Yeah. Grow up, Peter Pan. Like, that's that's the biggest thing. This happens. You get your heart broken once in a while. You've been dating her since you were 18. Also, stupid idea. He thinks he's a grown-up because he's like, I've had a seven-year-long relationship. Oh, my God, dude. Seven whole years since you were 18 and you didn't know anything. Why are you in a seven-year relationship with someone when you're 18? I was actually, like, when I was in high school or primary school college as you call it i was against being in relationships with people because i was like this this isn't going to whatever this isn't going to amount to anything yeah like this is likely going to be become nothing like even if it does become something i'm still kind of against that if you marry your high school sweetheart i love people like oh he married his high school sweetheart oh but like, know, is that a good a lot, thing? I know a lot of people back home that did that. Okay, is that a small a, town. Okay, and that is a very common small town thing to do. But mm-hmm. is that is that is that a good thing necessarily? You've been one person for that long. Do you even know what you want? Obviously, I'm going to say no because we got married when I was 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah, wow, we were 23. 33. <laughs> when you were 23, we got married. That was great. Oh. <laughs> 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 so uh, I am not personally one for um, You're a cougar. I am a cougar. Girl. <laughs> uh, I just I'm I, and I've talked about this on episodes before, so there's no n- new information here, but I'm just like when you are with someone for that long, like if you ended up if this guy ended up marrying this chick 3 years from now, let's say he's 28 and you've been dating her for 10 years, you don't know anything else. You but no, you you know how much of a different person you are between 18 and 28? Yeah. It's insane. So this is probably the best thing that's ever happened to him. And by the way, she's bisexual or gay. So like she let her go do her thing. To, yeah, she needs to come out or experiment or do something, clearly, because you weren't giving it to her, unfortunately, my friend. I have no idea what it's even like to be single. That's a key sentence right there. <laughs> Maybe you should. That might be good for you, bud. So I so, sometimes I love my single, like life. How dare you? No, I will like, divorce you right now. <laughs> no, but like I'm not <laughs> saying that I miss it. Um, like I liked it when I was in it. Yeah, no, I agree. What my that year, I only lived by myself once, and it was for one year. And the day I moved in, it was the day I met you. Yep. But I will say, there's no offense to you. It was just that was one of the best years of my life, like living on my own. I wasn't single at the time, but like having my own space and doing stuff. And even the, the two years leading up to that when I was single was awesome. And it was just because I I only had to look after myself. Plus, the place I lived before 
my roommate had been gone for pretty much all of COVID. He like went back with oh, his yeah. family, but he was still paying rent. So I was just living on my own in my apartment, single. It was like, oh, this is kind of great. Like, it's nice. I get to figure out who I am and I get to learn how to be okay with just being alone sometimes, <laughs> like on my own. And it's great. I yeah, loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Because I, I was in a long-term relationship when I was 22. Very stupid move, by the way. Six Six-year relationship. Very dumb. If you um, were writing on Reddit, I would be like, six years, Beth? What are we doing here? <laughs> but as soon as I got out of that, I was like, oh, I could do whatever I want. I don't have to report. Yeah, back you to looked anyone. at the positive side of like, things. Like, I moved to America. You met your hunk of a husband. I met my hunk <laughs> of a husband. <laughs> and with that note, that's a positive note. There's plenty yeah. of other ones to go, but we've been going for like an hour. We should. I'm hungry as shit. You're right hungry. Now. Also, he's hungry because he's biting on my finger. Look at him. I already fed him. Well, okay, he needs a toy or something because right. my finger. Well, is we'll get going, guys. Look, British Beth is back. British Beth is back. British Beth is back with Bilbo. Bilbo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, we'll go. We'll see you guys next time. Hopefully, British Beth will be back soon. British Beth will be back. <laughs> British Beth will be um, back soon Bilbo And we're gonna go eat And we'll see you guys next time uh, Beth I love you I love you It's my wife guys I just kissed her on screen If you didn't see uh, That's how cute Bilbo. we are put, put him up to the screen Look at him Look at his little penis Look, <laughs> look at him <laughs> Bilbo we love you Alright We'll see you guys later Bye Bye